Welcome to Retirement Unlimited with Randy Barkley and Jeremiah Lee. This is a program where we discuss life's hard financial questions to help you make smart decisions about your money. I'm a certified financial planner and Jeremiah is a California licensed attorney. We work together at Tricord Advisors. Tricord is a registered investment advisory firm where we help our clients build the life that they love. If you have a topic you'd like to hear us discuss on future episodes, just send us an email. Use the contact button on our website, retirementunlimited.com, or just give our office a call. Our phone number is 951-684-7011. You know, we're going to start out the new year by answering some of the key questions. And in this particular episode um, of our radio program, it is to really talk about something that we really, we've kind of stayed away from, but we're getting more and more questions about them. That's annuities. Annuities, yep. Yeah. And annuities are becoming more interesting. Yeah. When interest rates were really low, annuities often did not make sense for most anybody. Uh, but now the interest rates have come back and bonds have been um, volatile. There's a lot of people interested. And in- volatile up. And so that has a benefit to certain annuity structures. Yeah, yeah. When when stocks go up, that can be really good for some annuities. With with bonds, some people are trying to replace them now with annuities to say maybe I don't need bonds. Bonds didn't do what I want them to do. They weren't the ballast. They weren't that. So we're talking about annuities, uh, kind of what they are, why they might make sense, why they might not make sense. We talked about in this uh, podcast and, and radio show probably three months, four months ago. We talked about annuities and how often they didn't make sense. Right. But a lot has changed between now and then, and that's part of the fun of this industry is yeah. things change. I mean, volatility obviously has it's kind of the top of mind for most investors. And then what's caused a lot of the volatility is, of course, the rise of interest rates. Mm-hmm. Now, what most people don't understand is that annuities or life insurance companies, that's kind of that's kind of their lifeblood is having an interest rate mm-hmm. at government securities level that makes sense for them. And now we can get, you know, we can get government securities, uh, 10-year bonds at over 5%, yeah. you know, even short-term bonds. So it it gives them an advantage. So they're coming out with a host of new products which have a better outcome for the insured, you know, yeah. the client. So let's talk a little bit about what annuities are. I mean, annuities are a contract right. between an individual or some sort of company, if it is, with an insurer. Right. And that contract, it's by agreement. And we compare it to all sorts of things, but a good one is, is cereal. You walk down the cereal aisle, there is so much on the shelf. And some are better, some are worse, some are just different. Um, and, and you kind of have to look and see what makes sense for you. If, if you are a kid, maybe Frosted Flakes makes sense. <laughs> if you um, are training for some sort of marathon, maybe uh, some sort of a shredded wheat <laughs> is, is all you have to go for. And annuities are similar that they are all different. There's different styles, different types. And we're not going to you know try and discuss everyone on the aisle, right? Because there's right. there's too many. But there, th- it just, just for comment for the listening audience, I mean, there is a lot of different annuities and insurance companies are coming out constantly now with changes and revisions and tweaking the kind of the product. Again, I go back, you know, you go back to the cereal aisle, you know, cornflakes are no longer just cornflakes. They're, mm. they're processed, they're, they're milled, they're added to, they're incorporated with, and that's kind of what's happened with annuities. Insurance. So you're saying they're different than they used to be, say, 10 years ago. Oh, you, for sure. You might have a similar sure. company, but they're offering very different annuities. Yeah, they're too. trying to meet the market. And, um, you know, interest rates have been so low for so long that um, the outcome for investors hasn't been really all that positive. But all yeah. of a sudden now, we're starting to see some really positive things yeah. when it comes to the structure. Well, why don't we jump into why people might use annuities? Okay. Um, yeah, that's probably the next section. So to, to say... Um, I have a few, a few, I would say the, the first one that comes to mind for me is someone who 
has already contributed to their retirement accounts. Mm-hmm. They've maxed out their 401k and they want to put more in, but they can't. And so you're looking at the tax deferral aspect. Yeah, they, they don't. If they if they take the money and just invest it, they know over the next 10 years, they're going to grow their investment and they're going to get taxed on that. And they don't mm-hmm. want to add any more taxes to what they're doing. So they might say, I want to take a chunk of money, put it in an annuity and it'll be invested mm-hmm. in some sort of a, either stock market or some version of that. And it grows over time, but they don't have to pay taxes on that growth. So it's a way to defer those taxes. Off My comment the is they don't have to. Eventually, somebody's going to have to pay taxes on that. Yeah, eventually. And, and yeah. Most likely, it's going to be either a spouse or a child or somebody else yeah. that's going to have to pay income taxes on that untaxed or that tax deferred growth, right? Yeah. So it's not avoiding taxes, it's simply delaying them or deferring them. And, and I, th- I think we also need to talk about what kind of taxes, right? What What's the taxes? Is that going to be treated like a stock, like a capital gain? Or how is that going to be treated? Yeah, it's a good comment. So any money that goes into these annuity type accounts and grows over time, Later, when you take it out, it's going to come out as ordinary income. It's coming out, it's going to add to your bottom line. Um, it, it's not the the better treatment, you know, someone would say as capital gains with you out of stock. It, it's going to come out as income to you. Good or bad, you know, depending, it has its job. So that's one. Um, another we see is someone who is getting close to retirement or in retirement, and they see the markets going up and down and say, right. I need I need a pension. Like, I need to just lock in my income. I, I don't want to ever run out of money. And so that would be a situation where you would, Pick a different cereal flavor. Yeah, I, I think um, I think we have to look at the different ages. So if somebody mm. is thirty-five to forty-five. Let's say, why would they even consider an annuity versus somebody who's sixty-five to seventy-five? I mean, they, yeah. they have different different outcomes that they would desire, right? Yeah, yeah, different different purpose, a different. And to your comment, someone who is let's even younger, someone who's twenty, mm-hmm. there may not be any annuities that are the best fit for them. Right, and there might be some, but likely it's a very small pool of annuities that are going to make any sense for them. Someone who is now 70, there's probably a lot of annuities that could potentially make sense, but it all depends on their situation of, of where they're at. Yeah. And if you look at you look at the marketplace, in other words, the people that are designing these products, they've designed, they've designed it for the people that are closer to retirement. I mean, mm. you know, candidly, they're designing it for people who have money. And the people that have money are the people that have accumulated their capital over a lifetime of working. And annuities now kind of rise up and they say they provide protection. Yeah. Because that's one of the things that annuities do is they provide protection or they provide income or tax deferral. But I think the primary, the, the I would say protection is probably mm. at the top of the list of why people choose an annuity yeah. and rate of return is secondary. They like yeah. to make return, but that protection aspect within an annuity structure is what most investors are looking for. Yeah. Right? So let's dive into what that protection means. Um, you know, protection when we're talking about this, often means not going down. Right. <laughs> Someone just says, I don't want to lose any money. This is all I have, or this is what I have, and I don't want it to go down. So I'm willing to give up some of the upside you know, in order to kind of lock in what I'm doing. It used to be that we would use bonds for that. You'd say, let's buy some treasury bonds. They don't really go down and they'll grow over time. Well, bonds have proven themselves to be more volatile than a lot of people would yeah, like them to be. Correlated, I think, I mean, we're in kind of a unique time because of the Federal Reserve increasing interest rates and a bond portfolio has been really hammered hard with yeah. these rising interest rates. So, yeah. So, there's someone who says, "I want some protection." An annuity can lock in, you know, five percent returns or four percent returns with with a guarantee, a guarantee that it's not going to go negative. You're not going to lose any sort of principal. Um, and probably later in the show, we'll get into some of the bells and whistles that we think are interesting. Yeah, and I think I think getting and kind of staying on that. Let's say, for example, last year a client came in, and because this is where the questions, these are the questions that we get. Um, client comes in really concerned about the stock market. A lot of lot of noise about values were too high. There was going to be mm. a recession, such as that. 
The problem is you lock into an annuity, even the shorter term annuities, three to five years, you could be locking into an interest rate that is relatively low. Hmm. And you're kind of in there. And then all of a sudden the stock market starts to, the equity market starts to change within a 12 to 18 month. And you can't get out of your annuity structure. You can't get out of it. And you're locked in at a 3% rate of return. And the general market now is paying much higher rate of yeah. return than that. That's a great comment. Annuities are contracts. They are. And you're locked into it. And unlike a, a stock or something else where you say, hey, it was good for a while. And now I just want to change it and sell it and get something new. The way annuities are structured is it's a long-term purchase. And you are making the deal, you know, whatever interest rate you might be, for the long term. And of, of course, you can get out of them. But the way that the contracts are written, it's painful. You lose money. Well, yeah. And if you're below the age of 59 and a half, you say, I just want to get out. Well, not only do you have to pay the surrender charge if you get out early, but you have to pay income tax on the money you've accumulated. And in addition to that, you have an additional 10% penalty. Yeah. So it can be very expensive to do a, a cash out, so right. to speak. And we've had a number of clients where when you look at it, you say, okay, this isn't the best option for you at the moment, but you bought it five years ago and you're in it. And then we look at exiting it and we say, well, exiting it is worse. You're going to yes. lose a significant amount of money. So we've sat on and had clients sit on annuities that were not great just but, because they couldn't get out. Yeah. The cost, the cost, the to, cost to get, I guess would say. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just, it's just, you know, we, and again, what happens is we end up inheriting, so to speak, yes. when we gain <laughs> clients and they have this annuity that was sold to them by a previous advisor. But we have to look at that, that contract to say, should we do something with it or yeah. should we just leave it? Okay. And sometimes, well, we've run into it. We've run there'll there'll be there'll be amendments and other writers that are attached to it that if we were to change it, uh, they would be losing those benefits, and yep. it may not be to their best interest. Right. And you're going back to the cereal analogy. You know, they got Fruit Loops. You yeah. Know, the, it's it's not the best one for a 65 year old to be eating Fruit Loops. Right. However, that's what they got, and so right. you decide how to work around that. Um, the the other aspect, kind of as we look forward to these annuities of the protection aspect of kind of going up or going down or where they might fit. Um, when you lock in those rates, if, if interest rates are high and you lock in a 10% and then interest rates come down, that's kind of the magic place, you know, right. of saying, you know, this is what we wanted the whole time is you've right. locked in. So then you're excited that you have this annuity. You, you're excited that you have this either guaranteed income or whatever it may be, the, the bells and whistles that are on that annuity. So that's the part that people, the reason people do them is they foresee a future in which this provides security or a good return. So as interest rates are going up, that's that's why we're kind of having this conversation today. You know, annuities didn't make as much sense two years ago. In fact, it, it just just to be kind of full disclosure, um, I did a lot of annuities in the practice uh, twenty years ago. Mm -hmm. Still have a lot of those particular products that have that have done exactly what we expected them to do. But in the last ten years, we haven't we have not recommended annuities to our clients. It's only now that interest rates have adjusted up. That it starts to make sense. So again, you know, having the 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 seat that we have by looking at the marketplace, we can see those things happening, but not to sell you something because we don't receive any commission as a as a fiduciary and within our structure as a registered investment advisor, we receive no commission. In fact, we want to keep as far away from that as we possibly can. And when we make recommendations to investments, we want to make sure it's the best for the client. Yep. And over the last 10 years or so, annuities have not been the best position. Yep. Um, they just haven't. Now, with that said, and we'll get into it probably in the next segment more, the, the insurance industry has really reformatted the kind of products that are available 
to investors, and it it's into some cases it's very interesting. Yeah, they come, well, I think that'll be the next section. We we're, they've come out with some great items right. that we'll talk about um, that that are useful for folks. I mean, useful for a lot of different ways. Some is to secure income. Some is to secure growth. Some is to add some some uh, security to their portfolios. Right. Um, those are all great items that have been added. And with interest rates going up, we're going to see a moment, I think, you know, where interest rates may peak. And that may be the golden season for the next, I don't know, decade or so right. to get annuities if they make sense for someone's portfolio. Right. So we're going to talk more about this. So stay tuned. We're going to kind of get into some of the different products that are available issued by insurance companies. And we'll be right back. You know, retirement is supposed to be a secure time. Are you secure? Do you and your loved ones have the information needed to make the right decisions about retirement? You need counsel, not another salesperson, an advisor that looks out for your interest more than theirs. This is Dennis Prager, and I'd like you to call Randy Barkley, a certified financial planner who's been serving the Inland Empire for over 26 years. He's a retirement specialist who works for you on all the important and often confusing things that determine how comfortable you are in retirement. Call Randy Barkley for a free consultation and learn for yourself what I've learned he can be trusted. Randy Barkley, 888-627-8371, 888-627-8371. Or visit me, Randy Barkley, at retirementunlimited.com. Advisory services offered through Tricord Advisors Incorporated, a registered investment advisor, clearing through TD Ameritrade, member FINRA, SIPC, MSRB. AM 590, the answer. Welcome back. Uh, we're going to continue our conversation about annuities and talk about the variance uh, and the kinds of annuities. And Jeremiah, probably the, the most, I mean, the one that's been the most popular over the decades has been a guaranteed annuity. It's a multiple year. So you, you make a contract with an insurance company and they pay you a certain interest rate on your money accumulated and at the end of a certain period of time, that interest rate changes. But you can take your money out at the end of that period of time. So they refer to them as multi-year guaranteed annuities. But it, they look a lot like a certificate of deposit. Yeah, like a so, bank. And you said before, this is kind of like the cornflakes of annuities. It is. This is the, the generic one, multi-year guaranteed annuity, MYGA. And, and you said if someone just needs a... A generic annuity that that's probably what they're thinking about so what's if that's if that's cornflakes you know what's the next level what's a say a raisin brand or what's something a little well, more I, interesting i think i think the product that was introduced uh, over 10 years ago and that is fixed index annuities and that's where the insurance company came up with a way in which they guaranteed the principal and it reset every single year and they have a participant they have a lot of moving parts in there they have participation and caps and all this other stuff that are designed in the product. But bottom line is you have to resort it out. There's a guarantee of principle and it's designed to get you a better rate of return on the marketplace. They tie it to derivatives within mm -hmm. the stock market. Now, again, with all that said, you have to go deep into the product to determine what is the insurance company not going to pay you or what are their charges and costs. And um, fixed index annuities have become less popular because the actual rate of return has reduced over the last 10 years. And the reason for that is not that insurance companies are just greedy. It's just that their revenue comes from bonds, uh, basically U.S. treasuries. And we all know over the last 10 years, mm -hmm. that has dropped down to almost nothing. So insurance companies were struggling to figure out how they could make mm -hmm. this thing work and still be able to satisfy clients. And I think 
that's where uh, we've gone into other kinds of products. Yeah, no, that's great. So you have the, the, the general um, multi-year guaranteed annuity. Next, you have the fixed index annuity. And the difference, the main difference you're saying is, is it's connected to the market. Right. Uh, what, what's the next level beyond that? Well, I think I think the next level beyond that is registered index linked annuities. And this is, mm. this is kind of the new product on the shelf. Yeah, and these are the fun ones. These are the ones I think people can get excited right. about because it's, it's something new and different. Yeah, and it it is designed, uh, obviously the consumer was demanding a higher return on annuities than what the fixed and the mm. in the index, the fixed index annuities provided. And so the insurance company came up with products that basically crossed over, gave more risk to the client, a measured risk, and they were willing to invest the money. The insurance company is willing to invest the money in slightly more equities, a little bit more of a timeline that they can take. And that would allow them to pay out more. They have higher yeah. participation, higher caps. And, you know, um, they have accomplished, I think, what they what they set out to do. Yep. And I think these, you know, sitting from a, an individual who's looking at the market saying, I want to invest. I see the markets going up, but I'm not willing to take some of these hits. I'm also willing to give up some of the upside. I don't need to make 30% or 40%. Right. But if, if I could guarantee a top and a bottom, but still have this money growing, I'm interested in that. And that's kind of where these have been built yeah. to, to live. They have a buffer, which which the insurance company takes on more of the risk. Yep. But then they have a floor of these kinds of products that the insured takes more of the risk. And it really depends upon what the needs are and what their overall... And I, I'd say the timeline is a big issue here. Yeah. So if your timeline is short... I, I would think the uh, buffer would be your better option, but if your timeline is really long, you know, over ten years, the um, you know the other type would be probably be better for you. Yeah, and then looking at these, um, you know, when you say the buffer and the floor, just to give some numbers here, so some of these uh, register index uh, linked annuities, they could have a, a structure where they'll say we're going to invest in the S and P five hundred. Right. That's where the money will be. It, it's indexed to that. Um, we are going to allow you a buffer. Just say the first, say ten percent of losses. The insurance company is going to eat it. So if it only goes down five percent that year, the insurance company covers it, and you're just at zero. You don't lose any money, which right. can be great. And on the flip side, I say, but in order for us to do that, if the markets go up, we'll let you have the first twenty to twenty-one percent of all the gains. Great. But if it goes beyond that, the insurance company gets to keep it. Right. So you're kind of saying from from zero to twenty percent, you get it, and from zero to ten percent, they have to pay for it. For some people, that's brilliant. Yeah, you know, that, they're that's put, a they're great... putting boundaries on your losses and gains. And yes. if the gains are representative of what you're trying to accomplish within the market and your losses fit, you feel comfortable with that, you, people will say, okay, that makes sense. That's, yep. And I can see a lot of people that could live in that world to say, even if uh, in the buffer version, say there was a 12% loss that year, you know, the insurance company is going to absorb the first 10% and the, the investor would, would experience that 2%. They just mm -hmm. have that. Now, the other version is a floor here to say, we will let you experience maybe a 10% loss. Right. But beyond that, that is it. You can be comfortable that you as the investor only will go down 10%. And after that, we will cover everything else. Well, that's a little more expensive. Right. So the the terms that, in, that annuity might offer that is say, okay, we'll let you have 10% down, but we'll cap your losses. On the flip side, we'll let you receive up to 13% going up. But after that, we get everything else. So it it really is is giving you this really good guarantee. You'll never lose more than ten percent. However, in order to get that, you've given up a lot of the upside. Yeah, and those are those are two those numbers we're using: ten percent and twenty for a buffer, um, ten percent and thirteen percent um, for a floor. Those are real numbers. Those are yeah. currently existing annuities that people could participate in. Yeah, and again, I, the the devil's in the details. Yeah. So the contract has to be peeled back because going back to our earlier comments. 
This is an irrevocable contract. So once you enter into it, there's timelines, there's costs, there's charges, all these factors come into play. And what I find is that most clients, when they pull out an annuity, when we're, 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 getting, we're gaining a new client, oh yeah, I've got this annuity that I bought 10 years ago. They don't have any idea mm-hmm. of what that annuity contains, what its downside or what its what its upside is. We have to go through and kind of peel that back. And, and we can, the insurance companies are very transparent. We can get all the information we need. But it's really important to know what that is before yeah. you start going forward. And what they're, the job of that annuity is supposed to do. I mean, right. in, similar in insurance annuities are similar in my mind that that if it has a job to do and it's doing it, it's a great asset. It's a great tool. If it's just something you've picked up, I mean, people don't need a torque wrench if they're working on a gate or something like that. You know, there's there's I, things you just don't need sometimes. And, and yeah. at times people have annuities that they just don't need. So now let's get to the, this is where it can get very complex. <laughs> We've talked about the kind of the cornflakes is kind of the regular annuity. The raisin brand might be an indexed or a variable annuity. Right. The new exciting thing is, is kind of these registered uh, index linked annuities. Well, with all of those, you can add on what's called riders. You can right. add on special bells and whistles that might fit your life. Yeah, I mean, you could do a long-term care rider. Yeah. And, and so long-term care, we talked about before, long-term care insurance is expensive to get, very mm-hmm. difficult to get um, at times. But in some of these in- insurance products, we've had a few that that we've actually had clients not cancel it just because of the long-term care rider. Right. So it, it basically says in the midst of this, if you have to go into long-term care, this annuity will start paying out you know, some, some level of coverage and some of them are, are very rich. Like they, they provide some fabulous coverage that you couldn't buy at the marketplace today. Yeah. I mean, there's some, there's some writers I look at and I've actually called a company on some of the long-term care writers and benefits. I said, do you actually have, have you ever paid anything out on these? And they're, and they kind of turn me in and kind of look at me a little bit and go, actually we haven't. So putting them into the contract makes the, makes the annuitant feel good about it. The mm. investor but the prop probability of the insurance company would pay it out. Now, life insurance is a whole nother rider. So if you put a life insurance, some companies want to have, some insurers want to have a life insurance to pay the income tax. Because remember, annuities, all of the gain, if you're outside of a retirement account, is subject to income tax. Yeah. And some investors are saying, well, I don't want my family to deal with this massive income tax uh, 20, 30 years from now. So they put a life insurance rider on there to pay for that. So that's another rider. Yeah, they say, if I use it during my lifetime, fine. But if I die, I don't want these taxes to pass on. Correct. I want this to all be covered. Because life insurance, just remember, life insurance is tax-free, typically. There's some cases that's taxable, but generally it's tax-free. So the IRS doesn't tax it, but it's a way in which to cover the tax, potential tax. Mm -hmm. But those are riders. Those are riders, yeah. And they can be expensive. Yeah, another one you've, and that's a good comment that riders have to pay for either upfront or as part of the contract. Another one you've mentioned is is kind of when you get the money out, whether it's a single life or a joint life or, you know, who who gets what payments, there's all sorts of riders that relate to that. Right. um, To allow people to have a a custom fit for what makes sense for their life. Um, Any of the riders that you you like or that you- Well, again, there's in the limited time that we have in the program today, there there is a host of things we talk about. We haven't really touched upon variable annuities and the differences between various companies and the costs and the fees and all the other things. So again, I would suggest that if a listener is interested in an annuity, that they would call us. That first of all, we do an evaluation because we can go through a myriad of different products and companies to come up with the right kind of annuity for you that is not overly burdensome and it kind of fits with your categories. Yep. If you miss any part of this episode, you can find us on our website, which is retirementunlimited.com or you can find us on YouTube. Till next week, folks, may you grow in wisdom and knowledge. Thank you for listening. 
information and ideas discussed on this program are in the nature of general comment and cannot be relied upon as pertaining to your specific situation. Do not constitute legal or financial advice and do not create an attorney, client, or fiduciary relationship. Any examples or circumstances discussed are fictional. Listeners should consult their own financial advisor, tax consultant, or attorney, as well as conduct their own due diligence prior to making any decisions. Investments involve risk and the possibility of loss, including the loss of principal. All situations are different and results may vary. Randy Barkley is a California life insurance agent, California license number 0518567. And Jeremiah Lee is a California licensed attorney and is responsible for this communication. Advisory services offered through Tricord Advisors Incorporated, a registered investment advisory firm. Hi, this is Hugh Hewitt. Hey, if you're retired or approaching retirement, listen up. Retirement planning is critical to your financial health. And like choosing the right doctor, your financial planner must be able to understand your concerns, help you navigate through your retirement, which can be filled with uncertainty, volatility. Certified financial planner Randy Barkley has been assisting clients for 30 years by helping them understand all the information that to most of us can be overwhelming. Go to retirementunlimited.org or call Randy Barkley for a no-obligation appointment at 888-627-8371. That's 888-627-8371, retirementunlimited.org. Advisory services offered through Tricord Advisors Incorporated, a registered investment advisor, clearing through TD Ameritrade, member FINRA, SIPC, MSRB.